This is a Federal News Network podcast. Coming up on today's Federal Newscast, members of the Biden administration say they want to repair the federal workforce. A new study from the Defense Department shows members of the military need to get more shut-eye. And after all the money poured into Afghanistan, the U.S. does not have much to show for it. These stories and more in today's Federal Newscast. Welcome to today's episode of the Federal Newscast. I'm Eric White. Top officials in the Biden administration are promising to set a new tone with the federal workforce. More from Federal News Network's Nicola Grisco. The Office of Management and Budget says rebuilding the workforce is a goal after the last four years. OMB official Pam Coleman. In my less than one month here, I've come to learn anecdotally and quantitatively just how systematically the federal workforce has been damaged disrespected and demoralized over the last few years. Each week, we seem to uncover even more damage. Nicola Grisco, Federal News Network. Agriculture Secretary Tom Vilsack acknowledges a lot has changed since he left USDA four years ago. He sent a video and an email last week to the USDA workforce. Vilsack says he's looking forward to hearing from employees about their ideas for building a more modern workforce and workplace. He says he understands the importance of USDA's research bureaus. He named the Economic Research Service and National Institute of Food and Agriculture by name. And Vilsack says he's focused on improving USDA's standing in the annual best places to work rankings. The IRS has not fully identified all the risks that it'll face in this year's filing season, but the Government Accountability Office says there's lessons the agency can learn from last year's rollout. The IRS ended 2020 with a backlog of 13 million tax returns, nearly all of them paper forms sent through the mail. The agency spent more than 100 days on average processing tax returns last October. That's compared to its target of 13 days. Explosives are dangerous enough in the moment, but they have more long-term effects than previously thought for members of the military. Federal News Network's Scott Massioni reports. A new Army-funded study shows that soldiers exposed to shockwaves from military explosives are more likely to develop Alzheimer's disease, even if they didn't get a brain injury from the blast. Researchers say the study may help explain why many individuals returning from war zones without detectable brain injuries still suffer from neurological symptoms like depression, headaches, and memory problems. The Defense Department's beginning to test more often for brain injuries after combat and training. Scott Massioni, Federal News Network. U.S. service members are not getting enough sleep. And as Federal News Network's Jared Serber reports, the Pentagon thinks it's a significant problem. A new DOD study estimates 64% of service members routinely sleep for less than seven hours a night. That's nearly double the rate of sleep deprivation among the general public. The authors say shorter sleep cycles are totally understandable during active military operations, but problems arise when it becomes a fact of life. The study points to evidence of impaired judgment, a higher incidence of PTSD, and decreased combat effectiveness. Soldiers who were sleep-deprived for two days, for example, were 61% less accurate in hitting targets with small weapons. Jared Serbu, Federal News Network. The Air Force is making its officers' stratification process more transparent so airmen can understand how they pair up against other people in their rank. Officer stratification is like a class ranking for airmen and compares them to people in the same point of their career. However, those stratifications were sometimes out of whack, depending on how they were compared. Starting in April, officers will only be stratified against people in the same grade, command positions, or duty position. 
The National Security Commission on Artificial Intelligence makes the federal workforce a top priority in its final report. Federal News Network's Jory Heckman has details. The commission urges Congress to create a digital service academy. The concept is modeled after the five current military service academies and would train tech talent with the same seriousness that the Defense Department has for training military officers. Students would have their tuition paid for in exchange for a five-year commitment to work at a civilian federal agency. Former Deputy Defense Secretary Robert Work, the commission's vice chairman, says the academy has broad support from lawmakers. This isn't a time for incremental steps. We have to take bold action. Jory Heckman, Federal News Network. Mergers and acquisitions in the federal market continue at a breakneck speed. This time, Maximus is buying the federal business of Attain for $430 million. Attain, a medium-sized business, is known for providing IT services in the artificial intelligence and machine learning areas. Attain earned $171 million in 2019 and $159 million in 2020 in federal revenue. Its biggest federal clients include the Securities and Exchange Commission and the Departments of Defense and Health and Human Services. Maximus earned over $1 billion in federal revenue in 2020, but very little of it from DOD. Hope is still alive for Congress to give big money to IT modernization funding. Federal News Network's Jason Miller tells us why. A draft amendment to the American Rescue Plan would give the Technology Modernization Fund $1 billion. Federal News Network obtained a copy of the manager's amendment that is expected to be introduced later this week during the Senate's debate of the latest COVID-19 relief bill. The draft bill also would give the Cybersecurity and Infrastructure Security Agency $650 million for federal network security. It would allocate $200 million for the U.S. Digital Service and another $150 million for GSA's Federal Citizen Services Fund. Jason Miller, Federal News Network. And when you add it all up, the U.S. has sunk a lot of capital into Afghanistan with little to show for it. We get more from Federal News Network's Tom Temin. $2.4 billion down the drain. That's the figure in a summary report requested by Congress of the Special Inspector General for Afghanistan Reconstruction. It's the total value of capital assets in Afghanistan that will go unused, used for some other purpose, crumbling away or wrecked altogether. That's about a third of the $7.8 billion in total capital spending. The wreckage includes buildings, roads, even fleets of aircraft. I'm Tom Temin. You can find more information about these stories at federalnewsnetwork.com. Search Federal Newscast. Subscribe to the Federal Newscast on Podcast One or Apple Podcasts. And stay up to date on your agency's response to the coronavirus with our coronavirus resource page. I'm Eric White. This holiday, whether you're making a Baker's Simple Truth Turkey for 40 or a Murray's Baked Brie for two, Baker's has fast, fresh delivery and free pickup so you can make holiday meals that bring you all together to create memories that last. Baker's, fresh for everyone. Free pickup on orders of $35 or more. Restrictions may apply. Get more ways to save at the Buy 5 or More Save $1 each sale. Just buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with card. Baker's, fresh for everyone. The Venture X Card from Capital One gives you more of what you love, like premium travel benefits and access to Taylor Swift tickets. Ooh, I do love her. Earn five times miles on flights and ten times miles on hotels through Capital One Travel. Enjoy your stay in Suite 13. Whoa, 13? That's Taylor's lucky number. Plus, get access to Taylor Swift The Eras Tour, presented by Capital One. Maybe I'll see you there. The Venture X Card from Capital One. What's in your wallet? Terms apply. See CapitalOne.com for details.